I'd like to take a moment to let you all know about a new nonprofit organization started by my brother Craig. It's called Treats and Truth. They fill oversized brown lunch bags with snack items, chips, crackers, popcorn, cookies, etc. Also, a bottle of water, toothbrush, toothpaste, sanitary wipes, and most importantly, a small gospel tract book of John. No cigar? I'll have to talk to him about that. The bags are then hand-delivered to the homeless and people in need in and around the Los Angeles area. Let's help get this ministry off the ground. They're a 501c3 tax-exempt organization, so any and all donations are tax-deductible and greatly appreciated. Visit their website at treatsandtruth.org. Check out the show notes for the link. Also, please follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to episode 71 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well this week. Glad you're listening to the podcast. And this week, I am smoking the Gurkha Marquesa in the 6x54 Toro size. I don't smoke a lot of Gurkhas. Uh, I know they have a kind of a reputation in the cigar world with some people, but... uh, yeah, I don't usually buy them or smoke them, but this was a five-pack gift from my daughter and her husband. So here we are. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead on over to the uh, Gurkha website and see what they have to say about the Gurkha Marquesa. Utilizing a soft and silky Sumatra wrapper leaf, Gurkha Marquesa delivers a medium-bodied profile that includes hints of roasted nuts, slight saltiness, natural tobacco crispiness, and a sweet core of flavor. And the wrapper is Sumatra. Binder is Habano. Filler is Nicaraguan. And the country of origin is Dominican Republic. And the Vitolas are Robusto, 5x52. The Toro, 6x54, which I'm smoking. The Bellicoso 5x54 and the Magnum 6x60. That is the Gurkha Marquesa. So let's go ahead and get back into chapter 5 of The Bedrock of Christianity by Dr. Justin Bass. The title of this week's section is. Resurrection Hope The Greeks and the Romans knew enough about the idea of a resurrection to deny it. The lack of belief in, or even outright rejection of resurrection, is found in many Greek and Roman writers, especially Homer and Plato. We see this clearly when Paul proclaims the resurrection of Jesus to the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers, and they mock him as recounted in Acts 17. 
Another famous example comes from the Greek, the Greek playwright Aeschylus. O monsters, utterly loathed and detested by the gods! Zeus could undo fetters. There is a remedy for that, and many means of release. But when the dust has drawn up the blood of a man, once he is dead, there is no resurrection. Eumenides 647-648 through 648. On the other hand, according to Josephus, many Jews at this time, like the Pharisees, believed in a future bodily resurrection at the revolution of the ages, when the souls of the righteous return to find in chaste bodies a new habitation. Jewish Wars 3.374 and see also Antiquities 18.14 through 15. Other Jews, such as Philo of Alexandria, opted more for the Greek idea of the immortality of the soul, and some, such as the Sadducees, denied any afterlife at all. See Acts 23, 6-8. Those who believed in resurrection primarily based it on a passage from the prophet Daniel. There were other texts about a national resurrection of Israel, such as Isaiah 26.19 and Ezekiel 37.1-14, but Daniel contains the most unambiguous teaching of bodily resurrection in the Hebrew Scriptures. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life, but the others to disgrace and everlasting contempt. Those who have insight will shine brightly like the brightness of the expanse of heaven, and those who lead the many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Daniel 12, 2-3 This is physical, bodily resurrection of the righteous and the wicked all those corpses who have turned into dust. Resurrection from this point forward was understood to mean the physical revivification of bodies in a future, renewed creation. There was no place in Jewish understanding for resurrection understood as the post-death existence of disembodied soul. Ehrman writes, If an apocalyptic Jew were to come to believe that the resurrection of the dead had begun, for example, with the raising of God's specifically favored one, his Messiah, what would that resurrection involve? It would naturally and automatically involve precisely a bodily resurrection. That's what resurrection meant to these people. It did not mean the ongoing life of the spirit without the body. It meant the reanimation and glorification of the body. We see this resurrection hope most clearly expressed in the records of the Maccabean martyrs killed during the 2nd century BC. And when he was at his last breath, he said, You accursed wretch! You dismiss us from this present life, but the king of the universe will raise us up 
to an everlasting renewal of life because we have died for his laws. After him, the third was the victim of their sport. When it was demanded, he quickly put out his tongue and courageously stretched forth his hands and said nobly, I got these from heaven, and because of his laws I disdain them, and from him I hope to get them back again. 2 Maccabees 7, 9-14 Even if his tongue is cut out, and they saw his arms off, this bold martyr believes he will, at the resurrection, receive them back again. Outside of the early Christians, this is probably the best example of resurrection hope one can find. Notice that it involves only a future resurrection of bodies in the renewed creation. This is what resurrection meant to the Jews who believed in it, as well as to those who denied it. And that'll be the end of this week's reading from chapter 5 of The Bedrock of Christianity by Dr. Justin Bass. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to Dr. Bass's website where you can pick up copies of his books. Check out his YouTube page and also for Treats and Truth Ministry where you can help to uh, spread the gospel and bring a little light into the lives of the homeless as well as GroundworksMinistries.com for daily Bible studies and devotionals. And as always, the Burning Bush Podcast Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. And do me a favor and please tell your friends. So until next week, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless. God bless.